Boy, this your motherfucking boy, King Nona Uncensored. We got that game three talk for y'all motherfuckers. Damn, Zion. Yeah, but before we get to Zion Williamson, we got quick hitters. We got quick news, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot to talk about. I don't even know where to start. But before we get to Zion, right, I don't know when I'm going to get to Zion, but we will. I promise. And these interesting tweets. Azalea Banks. Man, she's not dead yet? God damn, dog. Like, really? She used the worst time in DC Young Fly's life to chase clout. Like, this bitch is really still fucking mad about getting talked about on the show. Yes, you're ugly. You're ugly as fuck, my nigga. You don't have no shape. You don't have no body. You ugly as shit. You look like fucking Wesley Snipes, bitch. Gonna sit there and talk about a dead woman. And said, God be looking out for me. Yeah, so you're happy that a 32-year-old mother who has three young children and a partner who was going to set up a life for them both worked for the same show and everything died you're happy 
guess what? We'll be celebrating once you kick the bucket, bitch. Now let's move on. Let's move on before this shit really gets me pissed off. Because it's just like, dog, have you have no, do you have any regard for human life? If we look at Azalea Banks' history, every person that has had some success in their time frame, she's hated on. Like, she hated on Erica Badu, nigga. She hated on Pharrell. These are people that rarely get hated on. I mean, the list goes on. We don't have enough time for that. And quite frankly, that bitch ain't really worth my time. But yeah, man, that lady can go. The the devil's got her seat ready to go. And her karma is going to rain down a thousand dips of pure, vile energy. But anyway, congratulations to David Fitzdale, man. If you're unfamiliar about who David Fitzdale is, he was the former head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. And he did a pretty awesome job over there. You know, he wasn't as successful later on in his career in head coaching positions, but he ended up, you know, being an assistant coach and hasn't been around for quite a while. So he is has signed on to join the Phoenix Suns coaching staff. And that's a good addition. I mean, you got Frank Vogel. got um them possibly having a chance at stealing feel handy and then you add um David Fitzdale to the staff that is a great defensive mind to have on the squad it's very interesting very interesting choice now that Monty Williams has gotten paid his bread Coach Eric Spolstra, who is probably the best coach in the NBA right now, could command up to $20 million per year on his next contract. Spolstra has one year left on his contract with the Miami Heat. Next year, he's a free agent. Coach. And you already know that Miami's going to pay him. Pat Riley's going to take care of Espo. He just is. The Phoenix Suns are likely to trade DeAndre Ayton. I mean, this doesn't shock me or surprise me. I mean, I don't, I don't see why they just won't trade him for Miles Turner. It's an instant upgrade. Turner's a, an elite shot blocker who can hit three-pointers. He's a 3-and-D player who does more than DeAndre Ayton and is, can offer more to that Suns roster. Sources close to the process believe that Kyrie Irving wants to remain with the Dallas Mavericks. Kyrie wants to shut down the notion that he's angling to get to the Los Angeles Lakers. But, however, could be an option for the Phoenix Suns. Ooh. I like the Phoenix Suns as a dark horse to land Kyrie because Kyrie and Kevin Durant 
low-key have been plotting to reunite. I mean, it's been Kyrie's intentions to always end up reuniting with Kevin Durant and Phoenix. That's been going on since he got traded there. And Kyrie loves KD. He just does. And that's always going to be an option for Kyrie. But him staying on the Mavericks, that's a good look. But however, the extra shit that he's doing on the side, which we'll get to. Let's just talk about Kyrie being a Phoenix Sun. I mean, wow. If I mean, but Kyrie's going to have to take a pay cut, a major pay cut in order to make that shit work. And Phoenix is going to have to give up all their role players, which I don't think that Phoenix wants to do. But however, the Suns having a eager young owner that's willing to put his own people on and his own staff and make his own choices. You know, it started with them booting out Monty Williams and just basically starting to build what he wants over there. Now back to Kyrie Irving, which is wild as fuck. Kyrie Irving wants to explore bringing LeBron James to the Dallas Mavericks, according to LeBron's butt buddy, Chris Haynes. And then Bill Simmons added that Draymond Green could also join the Mavericks if this were to manifest. I mean, Draymond's not a free agent until 2024, unless Golden State could conjure up a trade for him. I don't think that's likely to happen. But it would be interesting. But in my opinion, if those four guys join the Dallas Mavericks, I'm telling you, it's not going to work. It's going to be a first round out. That's not a very good look because first off, LeBron's going to need the ball in his hand to be effective. And I don't see him playing off the ball. And I don't see, you know, him, you know, and then Luka needs the ball to be effective as well. Kyrie needs the ball to be effective. However, Kyrie is great off the ball. You only got one guy that's willing to commit to being off the ball. And then you got Draymond who needs the ball in his hand to set up the offense. And Jason Kidd has fell off, so to speak. So Draymond needs to be in a system where he is setting the offense up. And him just standing there taking open threes is not the move. He's not a very great three-point shooter. He's more effective when he's playmaking and on the defensive end. So this is a major conflict. And, of course, Luka Doncic does not like that shit. Sources say that Luka does not like this idea of LeBron being there. And that takes touches away from him. That makes his game a little bit more less effective. And that shit is just too much of a mess. I like Kyrie and Luka with Draymond, though. Because, you know, Luka could learn from Draymond on how to play off the ball and take some tips from him about Steph Curry and how he maneuvered and made himself more effective on the offensive end. I think that that trio would work better than... 
Kyrie, Luka, LeBron, and Draymond. I think that's a stupid-ass idea, and I hope it doesn't manifest because they're not going to have any success. They're going to be put out of the first round. Moving on. Dwight Howard came out and had some comments on returning to the NBA next season. He says that I'm not retired from the NBA just yet, and I would love to help the Sacramento Kings compete for a title. Man, that would be an awesome place for Dwight Howard. I mean, Alex Lynn did a very good job last year as the Sacramento Kings backup in the Golden State Warriors series. Can you imagine if, the, if Dwight Howard was there? Dwight Howard can get you a 10 and 10 and three blocks easily. And he's been playing well overseas. He's still in shape. He's adjusted. He can adjust to NBA speed very fast. I think they should pick him up. That'd be a great pickup. It seems like the Los Angeles Lakers have retired the idea of signing Kyrie Irving. And they want D'Angelo Russell back. And if you are trying to get him at a discounted rate, I think D'Angelo Russell is your man. I mean, he played horrible the last, you know, he played horrible he played awful the last series. But the first two rounds in the regular season, he was awesome. He was great. But I think that if you want a point guard at a cheap rate, because he played horrible, the Lakers have leverage to give him to, to make him take a pay cut. And I think that that would be a great idea for them to sign Russell at a discounted rate. There's a report out there that James Harden is torn between re-signing with the Philadelphia 76ers and going back to the Houston Rockets. Oh, so you were torn in between the two because I really want to be with you, head-ass nigga. Fuck out of here, James Harden. You're doing the same thing. You're saying the same shit LeBron says. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> you said the same shit that he said. You're trying to start some drama. We all know that Harden is probably leaning towards the Houston Rockets. I mean, I'm, sh I'm, I'm sure that he's thinking about Joel Embiid. I mean, from a technical standpoint, you held, you almost held Philly hostage and said and told them that you're not coming back unless Doc Rivers is fired. Well, they fired him. I mean, he has the best chance of winning a championship with Philly, but you're not consistent. And I think that you're holding back the prop, the progression of Tyrese Maxey. That's what I think you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And that's not right. I feel like Harden should go back to where his heart is, which is the Houston Rockets. The Rockets will accept you back with open arms. 
But if he wants to be closer to a championship, then staying in Philly is the best move because he's looking for a four-year deal. So, we'll see. Oh, for the record, I just want to say fuck Ben Simmons. Just fuck him. Fuck his existence. And I put him in the same category as Azalea Banks. He is the NBA version of Azalea Banks. It's just his presence. Just fuck him. Just fuck this guy. He's just posting on IG like a bitch. Oh, I'm in shape. I'm doing this. You do this every time. We don't believe you. You need more people. And you should do everybody a favor and go to hell. Moving on. Young Buck. Oh, not Buck Marley. Damn, Hammy. Oh, man, you remember when Young Buck was crying and shit? I was just confused. 50, I'm sorry, 50. <laughs> I'm sorry, 50. Oh, this man, dog. Let me tell you something about Young Buck. I do not feel sorry for Young Buck. Sorry, not sorry, because you've done one too many things to bite the hand that feeds you, man. Like, you are so bipolar when it comes to this man. I mean, this is a man that lets you borrow $250,000 to pay your taxes, my nigga. I understand that you and Shaw Money XL was close, but y'all could have still had a friendship after you fired him. After you should have fired him a long time, time ago and just followed suit with the group. But it just seems like every time Young Buck and 50 get in a good place, Buck just seems to, I don't know, man. Buck is a person that can't get right. He's not really consistently loyal. He's always bouncing off the walls. So the story about Young Buck is Young Buck is reportedly auctioning off catalog to pay $250,000 debt to 50 Cent. The pair have been at serious odds with each other ever since Buck said the G-Unit leader forced him to declare bankruptcy in 2020. Well, here's the thing, Buck. You signed a contract with 50 Cent. You didn't fulfill the original contract when you initially got dropped from G-Unit the first time. Then you re-signed with G-Unit in 2014. It says Hip Hop DX reports 50 has sued Young Buck over music he claimed was still owed to G-Unit and according to court documents presented in Buck's bankruptcy case, 50 planned to claim two old albums and a $250,000 debt from Buck Signed a two-year agreement he signed back in 2014. Now, he's going towards selling the catalog to generate his some revenue to him. So, his catalog is valued at $70,000. Once he stopped me from being able to make money. I filed another bankruptcy. They stopped him 
from being able to cease and desist in regards to me to be being able to, you know, make music. My thing is, Buck, give that man his two albums, bro. Just give that, all you had to do, for real, for real, is give that man two albums. Turn in two albums full of music, let 50 Cent put it out, and you can be free. But you have to make everything difficult by going to all these platforms and saying, he's stopping me from making music. He's stopping me. He's holding me back. You don't want to release music on G-Unit because you have a pride issue. And as a person like myself that has a pride issue, game recognize game. And I recognize a man that has a lot of pride. But now you want to sell off your catalog because you made everything difficult. I do not feel sorry for Young Buck. Sorry, not sorry. Damian Lillard was asked on IG Live, or actually no, on the Last Stand uh, podcast, which team he'd prefer to be traded to, New York, Boston, Brooklyn, or Miami. And Damian Lillard said, Miami is the obvious one because Bam is my dog. Another obvious one is Brooklyn because Macau Bridges is my dog, too. I mean, the Miami destination would be crazy. Yeah, they would have to give up all those undrafted niggas. But do you want to fuck up your team chemistry and bring Dame on? Or do you want to elevate and make Dame and Jimmy and Bam a big three? Because the way Bam is playing in this series, he's playing like he could be a part of a big three. And Brooklyn has expressed their interest in Damian Lillard already. So that should be interesting. Chris Paul. Man, it's a lot of news going on about Chris Paul. Let's start out. Uh, Chris Paul's daughter has come out and said that she gets joked on at school by little cruel kids by saying, yo daddy ain't gonna get no ring, ha ha. Damn, that's fucked up. Kids, kids are gonna be kids. Kids are the cruelest, most honest critics in the entire world. And now it doesn't help that there are reports out there saying that the Phoenix Suns waived Chris Paul, making Chris Paul a free agent. Now, the the, the uh, full details about how much money they save by waiving Chris Paul has not come out yet. We will figure that out once everything comes out fully. I think that's a very interesting story. Now, me personally, if I'm Chris Paul, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to Boston. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to the Boston Celtics because Boston Celtics need a veteran leader, right? And they need a point guard. Nothing solves that. You kill two birds with one stone by grabbing Chris Paul. 
And if you could keep Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and get rid of everybody else, then I'd, I'd go for it. Yes, I'm saying get rid of everybody not named Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. I'm the Boston Celtics. I'm going after Chris Paul tonight. I'm signing that nigga tonight. Now, the front runners are obviously the whores. The Los Angeles Bakers are the front runners to land Chris Paul. I wouldn't do it. I'd rather re-sign D'Angelo Russell than get Chris Paul. Chris Paul doesn't fit what Darvin Ham is trying to do over there. I like him in Boston better because they actually need a point guard. The Lakers have enough guards. Boston has backup guards that start. Let's see what else is going on. What else is going on before we get to this Zion shit. The Detroit Pistons will likely look into its biggest addition in free agency. Cameron Johnson and Jeremy Grant are potential targets for Detroit to go after with 30 million plus in cap space. This is per um, James Edwards. My thing is, okay, I like Cam Johnson. I really do. I like him better for Brooklyn, though, but Cam Johnson could be a guy that we can use. You know, the question is, though, I don't think he would start over Bohan Bogdanovich unless Bogdanovich wants to come off the bench, which I don't think that he signed up for that. Not at all. He ain't signed up for that. But um, Cam Johnson, I like him for Detroit off the bench. He would bring a lot of bench scoring. He could be the sixth man. I mean, he's come off the bench, but he was on Phoenix, though, not Detroit. So I think that's a different look for him. And bringing back Jeremy Grant, I didn't like Jeremy Grant the first time around because he fucked up the ball flow because Jeremy Grant wanted to shot Jack every game. You know, I don't want Jeremy Grant back in Detroit. No disrespect to him. I think he would be on uh, better on a contending team more so than us. I mean, Grant was loved out here by the fans. Don't get me wrong, but no, I'd rather grab Cam Johnson and then just look at other free agents to bring in because I think our core is amazing not to mention we do have the number five overall pick that we need to think about and a lot of the Pistons are leaning towards Jarris Walker making that using that pick for Jarris Walker 
So, is that everything before I get into this real shit, bro? Oh, shit. Zion Williamson. You know, we're bringing two people to the court. We're bringing two people to the court, yo. Where's my gavel at, man? Where my gavel at, dog? I can't find my motherfucking gavel, bitch. Because I'm bringing two important niggas to the court. Niggas is under trial. Zion Williamson. What were you doing? Yeah, I can't find my gavel, so fuck it. You know, fake gavel. Zion Williamson, man, is freaking off, yo. So, according to Deadspin.com, Zion Williamson is getting dragged on Twitter. Why? This is the article right here. Zion Williamson is going to be a father, and it's a girl. The news came out Wednesday that the Pelicans forward is having a baby with his girlfriend, Akima. Nothing could ruin such a special moment for the young man after she posted the news to her social media. Oh, but of course, something did. As an Instagram model named Mariah Mills, who's a porn star, not only stated that she had sexual relations with Williamson, but she bought receipts, screenshots. Dun, dun, dun. We'll read them. We're going to read them. We're going to read them live. Mills has posted 24 messages on Twitter since Williamson's announcement detailing the alleged relationships between the two. Her posts include two alleged conversations the two had on Snapchat. With multiple messages and videos with them flirting. The evidence looks damning for the number one pick. Though Deadspin hasn't been able to verify it. Allegedly. But it's been verified. Williamson allegedly was scoring plenty off the court while failing to do so for the Pelicans. Playing only 29 games. Since the end of the 2021 season, he missed all of the 2021-2022 season with a Jones fracture in his foot. Yeah, it's a fucking mess out here in these streets, homie. Wow, Zion. Let's take a look at these uh, screenshots. Let's get into it. Mariah Mills, I let you spit in my mouth last week when we fucked. You could have told me you had another whore pregnant. How was that going to work moving us both to New Orleans? You think I would have found out, Zion? I told you. You was going to be the next king next to LeBron. I motivated you. Your BM is the reason you gained weight. She toxic. I hate this for you, honestly. You hurt me with this one. I couldn't sleep last night. Sad face emojis. Aww. I motivated you to get back in shape. I let you fuck me all kinds of ways and film me on your phone, Zion Williamson. And you impregnate a low-budget porn star. DNA tester, I'm done. You sound stupid. This is literally my man, and I never once looked for clout from anyone. I never posted when I was in New Orleans. I was loyal to you, and you got a thought pregnant. Mm. 
Zion in a uh, alleged Zion, uh, Snapchat uh, message says, when you move, how much do you expect me to pay you a month? Because I'm super excited. Couldn't even even preg impregnate a real porn star. Better pray I'm not pregnant too because I'm definitely late, Zion. I hate you on God. Zion looks like you've been having a girlfriend and have been sleeping with other women behind my back. He's uh, the, the the alleged screenshot say, uh, bet I don't have a girlfriend, but if I moved you to New Orleans, would you be cool? Like my official, just asking so I know about how to go to go about the situation with respect. When you move, how much do you expect me to pay you? I already read that message. Here's my thoughts on this situation. Hey man, big pimping, spending cheese, big pimping on BLADs. Check them out now. Big pimping, spending cheese. Check them out now. <laughs> well, you okay? Zion is a 22-year-old kid. Duh. He's not a man yet. He's a kid. A lot of people are going to make these mistakes. <clears throat> I think Zion likes both women. And he's enjoying the fruits of his labor. And one of them, one of his uh, slip-ups happened to result in a baby. And Zion is doing the thing that a lot of NBA players do, which is rush into a relationship with somebody after one of the thought holes ends up pregnant. Zion clearly got a type. He likes them nasty throat goat bitches that might have had the clap on, clap, clap, clap off, clap, clap once in a while. Zion, man, you wildin' me. You wildin' the fuck out. Now, I do understand he's young. This is what young niggas do. This is what young niggas going live do. Zion Williamson is making mistakes. He's learning by mistakes. Everybody's asking where his parents at. If you were 22 years old and having $150 million and every woman willing to eat out of the palm of your hand and obviously out of the butt out of your butt crack. And this, you know, these two girls was getting fucked all kinds of ways. And the person that is blowing up the spot is obviously heartbroken. Understood. Hey, man, niggas fuck around on bitches every day, B. I do feel bad for the girl a little bit. But Zion is enjoying the fruits of his labor. And it seems like this girl was the side piece and did and you ain't even know it. It happens. It's normal life. This is what young rich athletes end up in. Look at a nigga like Antonio Cromartie who got 14 kids. Look at Travis Henry. I think Cromartie actually got 16 kids now if I'm not mistaken. That was Travis Henry that the NFL player that had 14 kids. Look at a nigga like DMX who had 15 kids. Zion only got one. He slipped up one time. It happens. There has been worse situations than this. Everybody's mad that 
Zion's fucking two porn stars. Um, don't you know that your favorite, your favorite's favorite, your favorite rapper has a baby by a porn star? Let her be her, let her be your world. <laughs> Didn't Paul George get a porn star pregnant, if I'm not mistaken? Or was she a former escort or some shit? Like a lot of your favorite guys fuck porn stars for a reason. To get that full DVD experience. And uh, I don't really, I'm not scolding Zion. Because this is what young niggas do. You know, was it right for him to put those two women in that situation? No. But, I mean, congratulations to Zion on the baby. But hopefully, Zion Williamson learns from this situation and it makes him a better individual. Now, the next person I want to bring to the court is Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has announced an album with an October 20th release date. And you know what else is going to be October 20th? Me shutting down the polls for the King Known Awards. And with Nicki Minaj's album being the last album that I listened to. But Nicki... Oh, so now you're not afraid to release music now. So you're ready. So, uh, Nikki, I got some questions for you. So you're so you are announcing that you're no longer afraid to drop music, correct? Also, I got another question. Are you going to put it on the flow? Because Lotto is going at you hard. Lotto dissing you. And Nicki Minaj is old. You know what I'm saying? Lil Kim stood up against you when Kim was your age. Now, Nikki, you're as old as Roxanne Shantae. Roxanne, Roxanne, I want to be your man. You are as old as Curtis Blow now in rap years. So, are you going to put it on the floor and respond to these people that have been Throwing rocks at the throne and all these bitches that have been linking up with Lotto, Cardi, and Megan. Because Lotto, Cardi, and Megan are the hot women in the game. They're the hottest chicks in the game. And you linking up, you linked up with Coy LeRae, with Sexy Red, and um, what's the other chick name? Oh, Ice Spice. These are artists that you're clearly better than. That you look like a million bucks standing next to. But you declined Lotto multiple times on a collaboration. You collaborated with Nikki. Then you, I mean, you, I mean, you collaborated with Cardi. Then you started hating on her. Then you collaborated with Megan Thee Stallion. Then you started hating on her. You look pretty bad out here in these streets, Nikki. And another question. 
Are you washed up? I think the answer is yes. Because you got to look at the track record. You got to pull resumes. I have the paperwork to show that you might be washed, mama. You might be washed, auntie. (laughs) You an auntie now. Knocking on the door of great auntie. I mean... I mean, let's be honest. Let's look at Nicki Minaj, man. Let's look at this shit, man. Let's take a look. You know, because you remember when uh, Nicki was hot and she would always diss artists for not charting and not selling enough records. You know, you know, you in order to be the king queen of rap, you got to sell records, right? Let's, let's check it. Let's take a look, man. Let's take a look at what she's been selling since her fourth album, Queen. That was her last platinum release, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Let's look at Queen, right? Queen went number two, went platinum. Okay. That's good. This is her last project. Let's. Let me see. Queen Radio Volume 1, right? How much did that sell? Damn. It's not, it doesn't even have a plaque. Niggas be talking about, oh man, but that's her greatest hits. Well, you know, Eminem's greatest hits, uh, Curtain Call, did well. Even Curtain Call 2 did better numbers than Queen Radio Volume 1. Take a look at it, man, for the court to see why Nicki Minaj is washed. Right? Right. Commercial performance. Debuted at number 10 on the U.S. chart. 32,000 in the first week. Gold in New Zealand, though. Copper in the U.S. So it's a brick, right? Nicki Minaj made for the Lotto for her first week sales, but Lotto sold more than her greatest hits album in the first week, though. And not to mention, you know, Big Energy won over Super Freaky Girl for best rap song. So, this project bricked. Mind you, do we have a problem and Bussin had the hottest rapper out in Lil Baby, right? He was the hottest rapper at the time in 2022. He was hot. Do we have a problem? It's only gold. Even though I hate that song, it's garbage, in my opinion. Bussin was fire. That motherfucker ain't got no certification. Now, Super Freaky Girl is double platinum. That was the only hit. But however, We Go Up with Fabio Foreign was released, right? That record didn't do shit. 
That shit was another break. Seeing Green was a good track. But I don't think that that did anything either. This was a 31 track project. Now don't get me wrong. Like Remy Ma said. Universal is getting a major cut. Of everything. From record sales and all that shit. Four different people. Touch your money before you touch it. Because she's still signed to Young Money. She's not signed to Cash Money anymore. But she's still... But but Wayne touched the money. And the label touched the money before she gets anything. So that was a brick. Let's see. Um, guest appearances. Well, we don't need guest appearances. We need singles. Singles as a guest. Because we we trying to see something here. Okay, so Barbie World featuring Ice Spice. Did this motherfucker... Now, I'm looking at the shit that charts... Okay, so since her last album, let's do that. 2018. Okay, she got she had some success. She has some successful singles, but I'm talking about the recent ones. Pound Town Two's not doesn't have a certification. Whole lot of money. As big as that remix was, it's not gold or platinum. Wow. Whole lot of Choppers remixes. That bricked. Say So Remix went number one. But that doesn't have a certification either. Wow. Yeah, so basically in a nutshell, you kind of cold out here, B. You sure you want to do this? Well, here's the thing. Since you basically alienated every fe- damn near every female artist that you fuck with, here's an idea, Onika. I got something for you that'll work. Why don't you call up all the male artists and see what's up? I mean, you got all these connections to all these industry diggers, right? Call up Jay-Z. Call up Beyonce. Oh, yeah, that's right. They don't fuck with you because they're fucking with your op, Megan Thee Stallion. And after what you did to Meek Mill, Jay-Z ain't fucking with you like that. So that's out of the question. All right. Well, what about Benny the Butcher? Fuck with your your boo Uzi Vert. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uzi Vert and Meek Mill are kind of cool. I don't know if that's going to happen, but you can try, though. Fuck with Benny the Butcher. Try to get with Griselda or something. Get on some real hip-hop shit. Switch your style up. You already linked up with Lil Baby and that didn't work. What about J. Cole and Kendrick? 
try to get them for a feature. I mean, Drake and Wayne are pretty much a lock. She'll have them on the album. But my overall thoughts on Nicki Minaj is... I mean, me personally, I don't want her to win, to be honest. You know, she's put herself in many uh, situations that doesn't want me to root for her because she's disrespected so many female artists. She has sabotaged a lot of female artists' careers. And she comes off as territorial, jealous, and hateful and don't want to see nobody make it. You know, she's aligning herself with female artists now because she's desperate and is going underwater and is going to end up like Jack from Titanic. And she's been negative. Like, I don't like how she treats people. And that shit comes back on you. You know, she even regrets stealing Lil' Kim's style in the beginning of her career and sabotaging Lil' Kim's career in the process. Who knows where Nikki would have been if she would have just been humble. Yes, you made a lot of money. Yes, you're successful. Yes, you're probably a top 10 female rap rapper of all time. But you're not number one for a reason. But yeah, man, October 20th, Nicki Minaj, you better come with some heat because Megan, Lotto, Cardi, maybe even Ice Spice. I'm willing to go as far as Ice Spice. It's hotter than you. Invasion of Privacy is better than every album that Nicki Minaj has put out. It's a fact. And it's sold just as much as Nicki's previous work. And and Nicki's songs on Pink Friday and all them other albums don't have an entire album that's platinum or better. Song for song. It's crazy. I think that um, this is the best time for Nicki to come with her best work. I mean, she's old as fuck now. She's the same age as Jay-Z. <laughs> She's 60. You feel me? So I think this will give us her best work since the pink print. I'm going to predict that she puts out her best album. I don't think it's going to be a classic, but I don't think she needs to put out a classic. She just has to put out a, a dope album. And I think she could do that. But moving on to tonight's game, this is what you niggas are really here for. The analysis of game three. As the Denver Nuggets come into Miami. As the Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat 109-94 at home. Wow. The first half, it was real close. But Denver has been there and done that. After suffering their first home loss, they were like, fuck that. We going into Miami, and we going to whoop they ass. And ass whooping, the ass whooping commenced. 
in the third quarter. I just feel like Denver was just outsmarting everything Miami had to throw at them. Like Miami tried to throw up zone and Denver just broke down their zone. Bad. And everybody showed up on Denver. Except Michael Porter Jr. who has been atrocious in this series. But this got to be the first duo in NBA history to have a triple-double. I've never seen it before. Like, Nikola Jokic had 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. And two blocks. Jamal Murray had 34 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. My God. Christian Braun was the story here. He had 15 points off the bench. He was aggressive, and he looked like the kid from Kansas that was turning shit out. That's the Christian Braun I've been waiting for. Do you guys know, FYI, that if Christian Braun wins the NBA championship, he will have a national championship and an NBA championship back-to-back years? That would be a huge accomplishment. And this is this will be something that I would love to see. I love seeing history. Let's move on to the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler had 28 points. Bam at a bio had 22 points and 17 rebounds. But the problem is no one else helped. I mean, Caleb Martin finally got into a good groove scoring wise because Caleb Martin had been suffering from chills and some sort of a, a sickness. So that's why in the first two games, Caleb Martin played awful. But I respect him for going out there and playing. But Gabe Vincent, Max Struess was disappointing. Like Lowry and Robinson showed up. Kevin Love showed up the, the first quarter. And Spolstra kind of disappointed me by not playing Haywood Highsmith, who has been hot the last few games. I'm surprised. And a little bit disappointed in East Bo. And kind of disappointed in Miami. You're fucking up Kevin Love's record, man. Damn. But my overall thoughts on this game was simple, man. This was once the second once the third quarter began, it was anchors away, my boys. And Denver commenced to whooping their ass. I mean, Murray and Jokic. Longest Murray and Jokic score 30 apiece, you're not beating Denver. Because all they would need is a third role player to show up. Porter Jr. don't have to score 20 to win. Aaron Gordon don't have to score 20 to win. He had 11 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists of his own. Reggie Jackson, I saw him check in. He only played one minute and 23 seconds, though. It's kind of strange. But all in all, Denver took back home court. It's now up to Miami to re-protect their home court next game. If they don't win game four, they're not going to win this series. And it will be a gentleman's sweep. 
Miami's got to come back game four. I predicted that Miami would win this game, and I was wrong. So, me personally, I'm going to predict again that the Miami Heat will tie this series at two and make this a best of three series. But that's my show. I want to thank y'all for coming through and talking and fucking with me. This is get this is King Known Uncensored. Game two. I mean game three. Damn Zion. And I'm gone.